Hello, great big wonderful world out there. Whether you're on the East Coast, West Coast, North, South, East or West, Central, West, you know, overseas, whoever may hear this far and wide. Don't know who, some may, some may not. Let me cut the bull. What's going on? Welcome world. My name is Dini Darcel and this is the Dini Darcel Experience. I am your one and only stop shop for what was supposed to have been wrestling, but now we're at a standstill with that one. And I'm going to explain that in a moment. But go ahead and kick off. Wouldn't be right. This is the first episode one, two, or three. Um, I'm going to try to record a lot all at once because I feel like I have a lot to say. So, you know, you get stood up from people, you know. You got nothing but your thoughts, liquor, and you got to speak. So, um, without further ado, let's go ahead and kick off the show. I do want to say in the beginning, I want to give the most biggest condolences to our national treasure, Betty White. If you don't know, believe me, you should have known. Betty White, by now, Betty White has passed, week shy of turning 100. She is beyond an icon and a legend. Betty White, 80 years in this industry. That's a feat that a lot of people don't even get to see. Like, 2021 has been the year that just keeps on giving a continuation. We couldn't end a suck-ass year without there being a little doom and gloom. And unfortunately, we had to lose a wonderful icon. My condolences to her family, friends, and everyone that she's touched. She touched me. She's always been a good staple in my heart. You know, be safe to her family in this time of grieving. And that's all I can say on that. Alright. A little bit about myself. Let's go ahead and start this off. This podcast is pretty much going to be a podcast. It was supposed to have been a podcast about wrestling. I have recorded episodes prior to this one, but those episodes, because I'm too much of a perfectionist, I just went nitpicked and did whatever and I didn't like it. So with this one, as soon as I'm finished with this, I am posting it. I'm not editing nothing. I may edit one or two things, but I'm jumping out on faith and hopefully people who listen to this will jump on faith with me. If you follow me on Twitter, what you hear on this podcast is exactly what you read on the Twitter. It's the same bullshit, pretty much. Um, I am from a good old country part of Maryland that a lot of people don't know. I'm from Salisbury, Maryland, the country, backwoods, you know, shout out to the 410. From there, lived in the D.C. metropolitan area for majority of my life. Then I moved around. I am a living gypsy. If I get sick and tired of a place, I'll be ready to bounce. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I am trans. I don't give a damn what you may think on that spectrum. We will talk about that when we cross that damn bridge. But we're not going to talk about it today because it's not about me. It's about this podcast, this episode, and my thoughts. Not about me personally. We will do that. If we get enough people that like this shit, then we'll start that shit, okay? All right. Anywho, may seem like I was coming off a little bit combative. I really was. I just want to put emphasis what you're going to get with me with this podcast, I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel, how I see things, how maybe you can agree with it. Cool. If you don't, 
even better it doesn't really matter to me at the end of the day everyone is entitled to their opinions my opinions may be agree may agree with yours they may be egregious to where you don't like it i really don't give a damn but i mean i give somewhat of a damn because of the simple fact you know i do want you to come back but because i love you and i don't even know you but um yeah this isn't my very first podcast shockingly i used to be very successful on for a little short run if you are black and gay and you remember a site with these three words bgc then you probably knew of me during a summertime or two during a season where i had a little successful blog talk radio show i'm not gonna say that name right now because the oh baby y'all would have canceled this podcast before we even started but that podcast was it was something i have youtube videos scattered around since 2006 2007 really earlier than that like i've been on the internet i've been on the cusp but just haven't really like branched off and i've seen how this new microwavable generation is just popping up and doing it i said well damn it let me join the fun you know not old you know i'm vintage you know like good wine but you know it is what it is all right enough with me enough with the formalities let's go ahead and cut the bullshit reason for this podcast today tony mother loving con and the words of a poet that i've heard of who told you it was open mic night If you do not know the reason why of my frustration with that, let me go ahead and walk you on down this wonderful road. Today, it came out that Big Swole, a former AEW wrestler, if you know her from WWE, she was Ariel Moore. Lovely, talented, powerful black sister. We love her here. We love to see her. She came out and did a podcast to where she was pretty much venting. You know, I really wouldn't say venting because her being she's been in this industry for about six plus years. So, you know, respect for that. She's seen different locker rooms. She's seen different business practices. She's seen it. She's been on the inside of AEW. So who are we as fans to even try to critique or come at her? I understand, you know, with the proper popularity of AEW and how big and wonderful it has come as an alternative to the mainstream stick that we've been getting from another organization being World Wrestling Entertainment and their whole monopolization of we can't even call theirs professional wrestling because it's sports entertainment. However, a lot of people looked at AEW as the saving grace because every time and i feel like this is a problem that a lot of people don't really want to shine light on anytime an organization comes up out the blue and people are so fed up with wwe they quickly try to gravitate it hold on to that one but then people start to switch due to different shit that goes on whether if it's shitty matches shitty wrestlers shitty business practices the product jumped the shark who who's to say who's to really say a lot of different reasons but having said that you know people fail to realize you know we had the same boom when you had wwf you had wcw they went on for years when wcw subsided wwe brought them up same with ecw so you had that whole conglomerate 
you still had independent territories, but it was mostly WWE pretty much swang its penis around. It was like, we the big boys, we took our competition. Years later, you had TNA, Total Nonstop, well, NWA TNA, and then TNA, and then it became what it unfortunately is now, which is Impact. TNA was on them heels for a moment, glimpses of it. The thing that TNA did that a lot of organizations, WWE, really didn't do is they showed off their women. We can go back to ODB, Gail Kim, Awesome Kong, Beautiful People, Daphne, the list goes on, Tara, Madison Rain. oh my gosh. Their women's division, say what you want, no matter what, has always been consistent. Always. That's what gravitated me to TNA. I like women's wrestling. I'm not going to bullshit you. Women's wrestling to me because of the simple fact I see men a dime a dozen. I have my favorites. But the women. It's something about seeing a woman kicking another woman's ass. And the strength that both of those women have to show like, yeah, I may not like you. Or I fucks with you. But I'm going to whoop your ass and show you I'm that bit. We're here for it. We like to see it. So... Having said with that wonderful thing, you know, the women's wrestling, I liked it. TNA always gave me what I wanted. WWE, flashes. That was it. Then TNA, that was it. People just gave over. After Hulk and Eric, in my honest opinion, ruined Impact, it was the point of no more. So, like, Dixie was already beating it down to a dead horse. But once they came over, that was it. Like, you could probably sprinkle a little bit of Russo on there, too. But it was, like, that. I'm just, like, after that. That was it. So, my hopes for AEW because they showed me on the pipe dream. I'm still bought into the pipe dream. But as of right now, I'm kind of, like, crossroads. So, they said, I'm like, it's e- everything's equal. We are inclusive. It is this, that. Bong, bong. Bing, bong. All that. Boom. Okay, cool. You sold me. Because, you know, people were upset at the main product that we were being fed. So I went with it. You know, AEW tickles my fancy every once in a while. You know, some Dynamite shows be on point. Others be, uh, you know. It gives me, I wouldn't even call it an indie feel to it. But it gives me what WWE would have given me if they just let the wrestlers be wrestlers in a sense so back to the topic because i feel like i'm going to be talking over this a whole hell of a lot so swell had said the following in this interview i want to give props to these people and their podcast i may not have heard it their podcast i've read the stuff I've seen Swole do podcasting because she used to be on the Swerve podcast. I listened to them. I had loved them when they were all together, but I felt like because of when she had signed to deal with AEW and probably when WWE had took over, it was kind of like, yeah, um, this is how it's going to be. Like, she may have to leave from this or what have not. Who knows? That's nor here or there. I'm not doing no speculation, but that's what I kind of thought of it. So... Swo said the following. <clears throat> My heart 
just stopped being in it as the reason why I've left AEW. I felt there was a lot of things and I told them in my exit interview. Something I do not do with jobs. Once I leave, I leave. You are not going to exit interview. I don't even give exes or friends, boyfriends, fiancés. I don't give no exit interviews. When I'm done, I'm done. That's just me. Anywho, there's a lot of things that need to change. I know fans of the company don't take criticism well sometimes. Certain ones. That is a fact. No, this is somebody from the inside. The structure is a little off. It's fine to be loose but I feel like have a little bit more structure I feel like the women shouldn't have gone through everything they went through just to get TV or get time you're signed to this big company and you should get time all these men are getting time but the women aren't getting anything or you're not putting people on TV because the people are coming in mm. now I'm gonna touch on this real quick because I'm gonna break down this section that i read and i agreed with everything that she said because it was all bloody facts with that whole part oh people setting off damn fireworks <sighs> gotta love gotta love the ignorance let me take a sip okay when aew came out it was more so here are all the guys that came from new japan we're going to push them to the moon. Here are the women that we said we're going to be signed. We're going to push them. But we know what you came here for. For the beginning. You want to see how they're going to incorporate. What's going to happen with the Bucks. Are they going to be the first champions? What about Hangman? Will he be the first champion? Up oh, there's Chris Jericho. What about Cody? Will Cody win a championship? Will he be the man? That guy? Will he? Could he? Will they bring in the villain Martin Scurvy? We got questions we want to know. Let us know. Squirrel, sorry, I said Squirrel because to me that's what he. We're not going to talk about that subject today. But we're going to leave that alone. But that is a fact. What she stated right there. To me, it was like, okay, you have some of these women. Here's the ones we have in America. But these are our Joshi wrestlers that we're going to push. Not going to lie, I've seen a couple of Joshi matches. It's not my forte, but I respect it. With AEW, a lot of these Joshi wrestlers and how it comes off on television is not a good look. Maybe you're not used to how, like, angles is one thing that messes with me. Because sometimes with the camera angles that AEW has when it comes to these women matches, sometimes it's not there. Production will sometimes put the wrong angle on to where it's kind of like, eh, and then you're seeing something that you're really not supposed to be seeing. So you have that. Then the second part with their style of wrestling, it's too much of K-pop. And I kind of, I like K-pop to where I respect it, but that's one fandom and one rabbit hole I will not go into because it's not for me. I feel the same way with Joshi Wrestling. It's not for me. It's cute. I will sit there and watch it. But seeing it constantly and seeing to where to me it's like it's just not clicking. And I'm looking at the fans and most of the fans are kind of like it's just not clicking. Like, all honesty, if Kenny Omega is still running that women's division, he needs to be relieved from that duty. Have him just worry about the game. Because to me it's like, the women's division, it's finally now getting to where it's getting 
more credibility that it deserves. However, I seriously, in my heart of hearts, I feel as though, like, you need to remove some people. Because the roster is getting too bloated. Rampage is not even... I watch it because of the simple fact, you know, I like wrestling. But, what is Rampage's purpose? And I'm going to ask y'all that question. Because there's a certain part in this whole interview from this section, this insert that I'm reading. I'm going to be finishing reading to where it goes back to what is Rampage's purpose? What is the purpose of it? Because we're going to touch on that in a moment. But you have a lot of people that you're bringing into this organization in space. That's the biggest thing. There's not enough space. It's bloated. Like you say what you want about WWE, but they have four brands that they can go ahead and split off as many people as they want to fit those said brands. AEW is new. One company. One main show. And then a B show. B show pretty much being like. A Velocity or Sunday Night Heat. A B show. Take it with a grain of salt. Alright. Let's go back here. Where was I? Alright, okay. There are more people coming in, but do you... Mm, excuse me. But you don't have enough product for all of these people. Now you have all these people sitting around having two to three minute matches on dark. Doesn't keep me happy. Shoveling more money doesn't keep a person happy. We've seen time and time again, especially in a place where there's not enough space... There's no writers in a sense. Not everyone's comfortable writing their own things. Closed mouths don't get fed. That's exactly what the environment is. If you are shy and you don't know how to write or you're not creative, it's not going to work unless they want it to work for you. That's one of the biggest issues. Outside of the lack of structure, their biggest issue is diversity. And we sit <clears throat> I do not beat around the bush when it comes to diversity and my people. There is no representation, truly. And when there is, it does not come across in the black community as genuine at all. I don't know why everybody is so afraid to accept it or say it, but it's not a good look. What happens is you have this wonderful company that treats people like family, but there is not a, there's nobody that looks like me that is representing at the top. And in the room with them. There are not. Excuse me. I'm trying not to get emotional. And then my contacts are getting cloudy. From up here doing a heavy drinking. Since I got off of work. I apologize y'all. <laughs> okay. They are not helping to necessarily influence decisions. But to explain why certain slang and certain words shouldn't be said. There is no one else who can explain our culture and experience except for us. I knew something something was up with my daughter who loves watching wrestling. She loves she would watch AEW all the time and suddenly watch WWE. She's not a big fan unless dad, who her father is Cedric Alexander. That's Big Spo's husband. Black love. We love it. We love to see it. Was on television, which stopped happening after they botched the Hurt Business. 
oh my god when they did and seeing her tweets so had me rolling and laughter but i was also i was with her because it was like the internet community was with the hurt business you had a gem right there but you fucked it up and dropped the ball like once the pandemic hit like wwe to me was like on a hell freaking shit show like they removed people who you would think didn't and i kept to me i honestly believe i put most of the brunt on con but i'm also going to put it on laurenitis because two scummy people not trying to assassinate anyone's character but to me the moves of how it seems it's a little scummy to me but i digress each its own she would say mommy there's nobody that looks like me on aew there's nobody that looks like daddy that's when she started mm, excuse me then she started watching wwe because she saw bianca and big e she saw herself represented if that wasn't a click you are absolutely right I don't have an explanation. It's 2021. Why are people saying it'll take three years for AEW to have a black champ? This is a scripted sport. It should not take that long if you have been watching WWE for 50 plus years and you know what not to do. I believe that the company is making better strides than before, but a couple of things need to be fixed. You have to be able to call people out because not everything is perfect. I hope they listen to this and with an open heart and not just, ah, uh, she's just saying this because of X, Y, and Z. I genuinely want them to succeed. I love this art form. I love wrestling and I want it to succeed and I want the people in it to succeed if they are genuine people. I want WWE to succeed. I want wrestling to flourish. And I do not want it to be a long forgotten. Tatarian sport. Where in the old days. We used to wrestle. And it's folklore. I want nothing but the best. But I also want the change and application to happen. With promises you made to be diverse. I want to see that. Not just with black people. I would love to see a Latino. Or a Hispanic. Or more Asians. I feel like Asians and Indians do not get love. They do not. And that is a big thing. Ooh one of these. Down the road. If y'all want to go with me. We're going to go down a rabbit hole. We're going to talk about the racism and wrestling. And then we're also going to talk about some other stuff. Like. There's a lot that I've seen. With wrestling. And as I've gotten older, a lot of stuff just don't sit right. And it's like, how can you be loved with something but still be oppressed while watching it? We'll get to that down the road, y'all. They just don't. It's such a big gap. I hate the fact that I turn on the TV and it's the same stuff over and over again. Hopefully they got the message. Me leaving honestly was not bad. There's there is no bad blood between TK and I. I just don't I just don't like my peace being disrupted. I didn't like certain things and other things that I will take to my grave. The diversity, that's what matters, she said. This podcast was with let me go ahead and give them their love. One second here. Oh, I just saw what Big what Big Leo had to say. Clap at it. 
Okay. It was with The Genius. That was the podcast. No, that was not the podcast. Excuse me. That was one that she had pinned. I saw it two hours ago and I was like, ooh. Yep. I was right. I was right. I was right. I was right. Okay. So it was with these lovely people. One second here, y'all. Because I got distracted when I went and went back to looking at the tweets. And I was just like, ooh. Okay. It was on her podcast, Swole World Show, on a call-in. Give her her props. Give her her love. We love Swole. I butchered the whole entire thing of reading this. Okay. So, oh my God. An AEW start. Not AEW. Impact So We're going to talk about that in a hot second, too. Okay. So. Swole said her piece. What she said was not disrespectful. There was no issue. Now, of course, you had... The A.E. Tards. The forsaken crazy stands of the whole phantom of A.E.W. Took very, very, very disrespectful ways with this. Because to them it's like you cannot critique a company. And I've seen it before when people used to critique WWE. And they're like, just follow the process. This is all you have to do. Believe in it. Bullshit. How many times before you keep slapping in my face am I supposed to accept it? You can't piss on my leg and tell me it's rain when I know better. So, that's the same way that they feel when it comes to AEW. You cannot disrespect that company. Every company needs to be open to criticism. How else can you grow? I know I'm probably going to get criticism from people with this whole podcast. I already know it. I accept it. As long as you're coming at it like how Swo did. She came in a respectful way respectful it was not being ill malice it wasn't being vengeful and it wasn't being coming from a negative heart because let's remember the same ones that are probably up here talking shit about her were the same ones when she had said that she was leaving from aew were just kissing her ass like oh my gosh we're gonna miss you and blah 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 blah, just that whatever like you can sense the fake love and you can see it from a mile away you can see it so she said what she said Next thing you know, Tony mother freaking Khan going to come on because Fightful had posted it. Next thing you know, he's going to quote Fightful on Beyonce's internet at 7.18 p.m. on the last day of this godforsaken ratchet ass year and said the following. The top two AEW execs are Brown, me and Meha. Mega Meha, if I mispronounce her name, I apologize. Jade, Bowens, Caster, Dante, Nyla, Isaiah, and Mark Quinn all won on TV this month. The TBS title tournament has been very diverse. I let so- Swole's contract expire as I felt her wrestling wasn't good enough. AEW Street Fight tonight. How can you be so fucking tone deaf? It puzzles me. It seriously fucking puzzles me, you guys. Tony Khan, ever since this whole big old thing and he felt like AEW beat NXT in the ratings, 
which they kind of did. Ever since that whole shit, Tony has been feeling his puss puss a little bit too damn much. Before it was cute. Then it was like, alright, Tony. But then like steady dad jokes that you keep hearing on a loop, it gets tiresome. It gets annoying and it becomes cringy as fuck. At the end of this year, Tony Khan has become from likable to cringe in 12 fucking months. How the fuck do you do that? How the fuck? Like, you completely became cringe, my guy. Like, you named... Let's dissect this. You and Mega or Meha, Megha, whatever that woman's name is. I do apologize. going to call her M. You and M are two peop- two brown people. Okay, out of how many people out that boardroom, out of how many people that runs the company, out of how many, so that right there, that's not diverse, because if it's just y'all two who are brown skin and everyone else is of a different skin tone, but it's majority of that same skin tone, that's not diverse, my guy, that's not, diverse should be just like the UN, different nationalities, different skin tones. It should be like a Rihanna Fenty makeup swatch. I should see everything. One chop. Second chop. You named Jade, Bowens, and Caster. So you put the acclaim in your bullshit. You put Dante, you put Nyla, you put Isaiah and Quinn, private party. You put them in your fucking bullshit. These men and women did not ask to be dragged into your bullshit. But yet you brought them in. So you got people coming at them possibly because... You name dropped for some shit for no damn reason. You shouldn't have name dropped them in your bullshit. You said this month. So, okay, you're just highlighting this month. What about the whole past year? This year that's about to come to an end. That's in the end for most of the people overseas across the pond. How about the whole year? You're just talking. You're trying to squeeze one month of representation for a year. The fuck? Two chop. TBS tournament was very diverse. Okay. You've had out that tournament. Diverse. Sheeta. You had, I want to say, legit. Layla was in there. I think she was in the eliminating in the beginning tournament. It's been so long. She may, she may not. If she has, okay. She's Russian, so we'll give you that. So we'll give you that. Then, who else? Rio, I think she was in it. I'm not, I don't think Rio was in it, so we're going to eliminate Rio. Okay, so you got them two. Okay, you got Thunder Rosa. That's five out of how many? Three chop. Then the ultimate chop to where your ass needs to be sat the fuck down. I let Swole's contract expire as I thought her wrestling wasn't good enough. AEW Rampage Street Fight tonight. Let's talk about that street fight. Because I read the reviews from what some people said from there. You know, I don't take mostly of what spoilers say. I'd rather see it for my own self. I'm not watching it tonight. So it probably was good. It probably wasn't. I don't know. I'm not looking at nothing that comes from fucking Rampage. Or any of the bullshit that comes on top of that. Because fuck Tony Khan at this point. Anna J. Love her dearly. Love sis. But sis. 
her in-ring skills. It's there, but it's not there. She still needs to be polished more. Ty. Enough said. Bunny. Enough said. Penelope. Same boat as Anna. From the reviews I heard, there was blood and all that stuff from the spoilers. Okay. Woo, woo, woo. AEW is becoming AEW again for the night. Gotta end on a bang. All four women are talented, but let's not go to... You want to talk about bad wrestling. Two out that four I just named, you need to go ahead and relook at their stuff. Then, let's go back to this whole thing. If Swole's wrestling was so bad, then why did you have her pretty much make who your current champion is right now look like something? Because let's be real. Word around the curb before then, if we can... If people were calling your current AEW Women's Champion greener than a fucking leprechaun on fucking St. Patty's Day. Swole made her look like she was something. And that cinematic bullshit that y'all had put on. I'm calling it bullshit because I want those cinematic matches to be done no more. It was cute for the whole pandemic. If we gotta go back into another lockdown, please don't bring them back. Let them stay where the hell they're at. It was nice. But that shark jumped right after the most iconic one, in my honest opinion. The good old Undertaker and AJ Styles. The Firefly Funhouse one with Cena and Wyatt will always have a special place in my heart. But out of all those matches, it would always be all of the final deletions. Because I'm a hearty, I'm a hearty stand. You know. No more words. Those. Then. Firefly Funhouse. Then. Styles and Taker. I don't want to see no more of those. Swole made her look like she was something. Brit now. She's good. But. This is almost like a glorified. Stunt junkie at this point. Like. Biggest. People who made her look like something. Swole Rosa. I cannot wait for them two to get back into the ring. Because I want Rosa to take that title off of her. ASAP. No cap. Because Rosa deserves it. Wholeheartedly. Because Rosa made that girl what she looked like today. Her and Swole. You look back. Brit's whole rise. And in getting the title. The two that put her on the map. Are those two. So, back to this whole thing. You did not like her wrestling, but you liked it enough for you to have signed her. Give her all of this glory. The bullshit thing is, you hardly had Swole on Dynamite. She was mostly on Dark or Dark Evolution. Evolution, Evolution, whatever the fuck that bullshit show is. People mostly don't look at those shows like that. YouTube has its cult calling on there for that. I've seen it. Sometimes I'll watch an episode depending on who it is. But nine times I said I don't really see people talking about it because you, the biggest thing that AEW is becoming right now is trying to be a mini WWE low key with certain moves and shakes that they're doing. There is no continuity between AEW Dynamite, Dark Elevation, Rampage. What is Rampage's purpose? Please explain to me, because. Rampage to me is just a network version of Dark and Elevation. 
It's not making no sense. No pesos, no coins, nothing. What is its purpose? Because you have all these people that are on there that you show. Yes, it's an hour show. But you could, you need to do something with it, baby. NXT showed us back in the day, an hour show, you can do a lot and you can put on a lot. That's how NXT got its cult following before it became this utter Splatoon light version of NXT. Like, all honesty, I don't believe you guys need to rush and do a brand split, but you need to seriously do better with trying to put everybody into a certain place. Where's Brian Cage? It's like after his wife said what she said, it's like y'all put him in the doghouse or something. He's been gone. After that whole feud with FTW, that was it. With diversity. We've only had, because I'm not counting the TBS championship. And I'm going to tell you why in a moment. And I'm not counting the FTW championship, mostly because of the simple fact they don't acknowledge it as a championship. They acknowledge other champions from other, other championships from other companies before they acknowledge that one really as a championship. We have only had, out of the AEW World Women's Tag Team TNT. What, two? Two black people? Two black people have been champ world champions in that company. Two. You have Scorpio Sky, Nyla Rose. Only two. Out of how many that you've already have seen come and grown. If you want to be diversified, Riho Shida. Four. Out of the Bucks, that's two. Hangman, three. Cody, four. Let's go down. Oh, we're going to put Sammy on the diversity. So that's five. You had five. And I'm even going to give us Miro. So you had six. Six of them. Okay. So let's go back. Bucks. Those. Cody. Hangman. So you got those four. Darby Allen. That's five. Then. The late great. Good old exalted one. Good old John. That's six. Let's see, going down this list as I'm thinking through my Rolodex. Moxley, 7. Omega, 8. I know someone's like, you forgotten two other people. Okay, and because it just clicked on my head. You have good old Lucha Brothers. Okay. So on the other side, you have... You got your good old 8. It's time, unless, you know, you got to go ahead when it was SCU. So, yeah, Scorpion was on one, so the other side. 
So nine. So out of that eight out of the nine champions have been somewhat of a diverse. I'm not gonna say someone have been diverse. So diversity was there. So yeah, you can you can give yourself that. But look at the lengths. Look at everything. Because if we really want to be honest with ourselves, same stuff that we're seeing with one company, we're slowly seeing with another. Because let's be real. Scorpio could have, he could have, he could have gone there really if he wanted to with that match with him and Jericho to where he could have won the title. Should have, could have, would have. He should have. But down the line, because let's be real, Jericho, I love him dearly. But that match was a good-ass match. we love to see it. So, out of all this whole entire mess, you really came out and parted your damn lips and said that shit. Then, with the women's matches, let's not even go there because I really, really, really feel as though y'all took a page out of the Divas era. Sometimes the women's matches be long, longer now. But when it started out, it really felt like WWE Diva season all over again. And a lot of people, again, do not really watch Dark or Elevation. So if the purpose of you having Rampage was to try to, you know, alleviate... When you're drunk and you're frustrated and you're trying to speak, get tongue-tied. Apologize, you guys. When you're trying to alleviate a lot of all of that bloatage, like, you could make Rampage into its own separate brand. However, since I will give AEW a good thing that they are kind of good when it comes to long-term storytelling and booking, you could have it to where, yes, the champions be on both shows. You might get a championship match here or there, and it works out. However, sir, you too busy bringing in all these other men. The men's roster is bloated completely. You don't need no more. Unless you're going to bring in these trios titles, stop it while you can. That forbidden door only swang for men. Because I did not see no women come across that forbidden door like they should. Probably Camille from NWA, but that was it. Like, Mickey's Impact Champion. Mickey has a huge fan base. You could have her go on to Impact like, I'm going to go on AEW and I'm going to put up an open challenge against one of those women out there who ever wants to come for the title. You can go ahead and do that. Granted, I heard that their relationship is no more. But you could have did that. Even when Deanna was the champion, you could have did that. You had Ring of Honor. They just crowned a women's champion. You could bring their honor. But I heard that most of their champions are supposed to be going to Impact, which I believe will be good. Because Impact... And who would have thought that Impact would have outlived ROH for the time being? Baby, when I tell you, 2021 has been so fucked up. Wait, but there's a lot that could be said and could be done. In all seriousness. Like, what Swo said was not ill malice, but for you to come out of your lips and support that bullshit that you parted, again, who the fuck told you it was open mic night? That was kitchen table talk that you should have kept to your damn self. Like she said, there was no ill malice between you and her. So for you to say that just shows what everyone in the from the outside looking in has been saying. You are a kid with the keys to a kingdom that you're not really too ready for. 2022 
Tony Khan, I'm gonna need for you to clean the hell up. I'm gonna need for you not to do this stupid shit no more. Go back to being that humble, humble nerd that we all fell in love with. And just stay the hell off of social media for a moment. You need to stop. Because you got one wrestler in your organization right now who has no problem telling it like it is on social media. And that being good old Leo Rush. Trust and believe Leo's going to say something. Because if he ain't happy, trust and believe we're probably going to get another retirement. The comment that you made was dead ass wrong. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. But that's all I'm going to say on this topic. Let me know how you guys feel. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Dini Darcel. That's the Twitter. The show has a Twitter handle too. I'm going to be retweeting it from off of mine. Just let me know how you feel. If you like it, if I was too loud, if it was too much, if I should do this more often, I'm going to. But I just like your inputs with it. You guys be safe. Have a happy new year and see you tomorrow. Smooches. Ah.